the sick podcast Steelers crazy. We're happy to be joining you. Of course, we're sad the season is over. However, it's never really over. I know Jordan and I mentioned that a lot uh, in, in NFL land and certainly Steeler land because offseason is already here. NFL draft right around the corner. We're going to talk a little bit about that today with one of our new great writers contributing over here to the sick podcast. First of all, Jordan, how are you, man? Good to see you. You switching it up today going with the white hoodie. I like that. Yeah, me and Sammy didn't even plan this. I seen in the uh, in the control room that he had it on. So I guess great minds think think alike. Shout out to our guy Sammy for holding it down. And uh, yeah, man, everything's good. Just uh, you know, we're going all year talking Steelers. I know Brian Flores is in uh, Cleveland right now, so I hope that he makes a good decision and and doesn't go there. Um, I would yeah. love to see him go somewhere, but you know, we're gonna talk. So, uh, Sammy, why don't you run it? Steelers crazy, sick podcast. JY Mike, and we have a special guest. Welcome into the sick writing team. Let's get it. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith Shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. All right, we're working on building an empire here over at the Sick Podcast. We're not just a show anymore. We've now got a blog rolling as well, and we're happy to introduce some writers along the way who also follow the Steelers, are crazy about the Steelers, and people obviously in the know who are going to break some things down. Had a great story, great write-up the other day, and I'm happy to bring him on to talk Pittsburgh football. Andreas Antoine joining us today. What's going on, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for bringing me on. Of course. Let's tell a little bit about your story. We were talking off air there a little bit. You're up in Montreal, but you're a big Steelers fan, right? Yeah. It's, uh, ever since I was like six, seven years old, I remember watching that first Super Bowl that I saw where uh, we beat the Seahawks. My father was a Steelers fan, so I was indoctrinated wow. since then and ever since. Smart, uh, smart man right there. Smart man. <laughs> yeah, he's done some good things. He's done some good things. That's <laughs> one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, shout out your pops, no doubt. Good way to start your uh, first appearance here on the Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. So I mentioned you wrote a, a tremendous piece this week, and like I said, we're really happy to have you contributing to the show. I want everybody to go head on to our Twitter, the Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. Give that a read. But if you're not able to give that a read, we're going to talk about it a little bit here today. It's called Five Actions the Steelers Should Take This Offseason. Uh, a list of some items, of course, that Andreas thinks – would benefit the team moving forward into 2023 season. So let's start with a pressing one. Of course, there's been a lot of talk about Matt Canada. Will he, won't he be back? I think most fans, if they had their choice, uh, would, would certainly pick the latter there. Andreas, from your perspective and, and what you wrote, what are, what are your thoughts? And, and obviously the Steelers don't part ways with coaches very often. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Uh, they don't fire. They most likely like to see the contracts expire. You know, they did that with Fichtner. They did that with Butler, where he just retired at the end of this uh, contract. Um, a lot of fans don't like Canada, and I could see their point. Look, at the beginning of the season, it was very rough, right? Uh, it was looking bad. They all had Trubisky in. Mm -hmm. It was very, like, stop-start, clunky. 
But I think after the bye week, like after like Deontay Johnson like had his like sideline spat, which is totally like normal, I guess, for a frustrated receiver. Um, they got better. It didn't really show like on the points per game, but like the flow was better. They were able to get like 10 play drives, 12 play drives that ended in touchdowns, ended in, in positive uh points. Um, could it be better? No doubt. Do I think he's coming back? Unfortunately, I, I think so. Wow. Uh, and I want to clarify for everybody. Andreas said, Steeler fans hate Canada. He's not talking about his country. He's talking about Matt Canada. Uh, Jordan, do you think Canada will be back? Uh, if I was a betting man, I would say yes. But I think like that we talked about in the previous episode that the inevitable is that he's not going to be in the future long-term plans. But it could affect Pickett because, you know, we're not in the locker room. Um, you know, we had Chris Wormley on here and we're able to pick his brain a little bit uh, this year about, you know, some of the stuff that goes on in the locker room. But those guys, you know, I'm sure they're a tight knit group. And uh, I think that, you know, one more season, I don't think that, you know, it's, he's going to set the world on fire and share his job. I will say that the, the headset was not working the few times it seemed like when Kenny Pickett had those game winning drives. So I will say that. But if I was Weird a betting man, yeah, <laughs> I can't hear you. Um, and uh, it, it's nothing. I never root against anyone, the coaching staff. But I mean, it just is what it is, man. Looking at the guy's resume. I don't know how he how he landed where he did. Um, but I mean, like I said, if I was a bet man, I would say Matt Canada will be back. And we are talking about Matt Canada because we we love uh we love our Canadian friends. <laughs> All right, let's transition a little bit. I want to talk about depth. Obviously, in the NFL, it's critical for any team. So many injuries, so much parity. You see it right now with teams limping into the playoffs with injured quarterbacks, of course, and offensive linemen down. You talked about two positions specifically for the Steelers in regard to depth, and those were offensive line and tight end. Tell me about it. Well, we got really lucky. Like, we were the only team in the NFL to have one offensive line starting combination, which was Chucks, uh, Daniels, Cole, Dotson, and uh, the left tackle escaping my mind right Dan now. Moore. Dan Moore. Dan Moore, thank you. Um, three of those players – played 100% of the snaps, so they never wow. left the field. Mason Cole played, like, 95%. And I think uh, Okorafor missed, like, one or two snaps. Like, that's, like, totally uncommon in the NFL. Um, behind them, there's not a lot of depth. Like, they have, like, J.C. Hassenhauer. Like, we already know, like, he could play, like, anywhere interior. But just playing a couple of games, like, in a row, you don't really want that. Uh, they had Green, who was absolutely abysmal. Like, I hate to, like, uh, call out another man's job or anything, but he's I mean, probably he was, not he, watching. He, he's probably not watching. He is watching, a friend so. of the show. He is a great guy. But, <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. He was yeah, inactive all year. I he mean. was inactive all year. And last year he was our starting center. Like, that just goes to show, like, the, mm -hmm. the trust that Tomlin has in, in Kevin Green. So, like, I think – we have to like in free agency or through the draft, like we need to get at least like another two like offensive line to to supplement the the starting five we have. And uh for tight end, like Pat Firemouth is our guy. Like we know that. Um he could get better as a blocker, 
but that's not his game. But we need like a Matt Spath equivalent, you know. Uh, Connor uh, Connor Hayward isn't that guy. Like he's going to be that flex tight end. Uh, you know, put him out to space, let him go down the seam like he's done two three times this season. That that's what he excels at. But like we need a blocking tight end, and uh, we just don't have one on the roster right now. I love that you threw out the name Matt Spath. What a what a name just to fire out there in Steelers lore. And for anybody out there who might be saying, oh, what about Zach Gentry? He's an unrestricted free agent. So uh, certainly no guarantee that he's back with the Steelers next season. Might seek an opportunity elsewhere to get more reps, knowing that Pat Fryermuth is always going to be blocking him. I'll jump in on that quickly, and then we'll transition to the next topic. I totally agree with you. Uh, they did get really lucky in terms of the offensive line. That never, ever, ever happens. They got a lot better as the season progressed, but the depth there, of course, is critical. They'll draft at least one or two guys. I think we can all make that uh, assumption. I'm going to mention an outside linebacker. Uh, I think this is a position that obviously you saw Alex Highsmith step up and have a, a great season, even when TJ Watt wasn't playing. Pro Bowl snub. Pro Bowl snub. Mm. But behind Highsmith, mm. man, they, they struggled. Malik Reed was not good. Um, you, you know, I, th- I think that's a position you look back a year and a half ago and they addressed it. They brought in Melvin Ingram. They said, you know, the guys get hurt on the outside here. Uh, we need a, a stud to come in if TJ Watt does go down or Alex Highsmith does go down. Uh, and they just didn't have that this season. And so I think that's critical for depth more so than finding another real impact player who's obviously going to not, you know, wouldn't start at outside linebacker. All right. And There's lastly, yeah, go ahead, please. Sorry, I'd, I'd like to say they also like, like something that people don't really think about, but like a backup QB, you know, sure. like. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't draft one because we already have a young quarterback. Like, we need a veteran backup quarterback. You know, Ben had Charlie. Uh, who does who does Kenny have? You know, Trubisky doesn't want to be here. Like, he made those comments, which you know, it's totally fine. You know, like, he wants to start. I don't think Rudolph wants to come back either. So, the only person in the clubhouse right now is second year Kenny Pickett. You know. I threw I threw a question out there on Twitter today, and I asked. Uh, I compiled the list of unrestricted free agents at quarterback, and I said one of these guys has to be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year because you can't go into season with one quarterback, obviously. Uh, and I said, who would you want, and who do you think it's going to be? And the answer that I received the most was Taylor Heineke, the the Commanders quarterback from this past yeah. season. So uh, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. The guy's a bit of a baller. Uh, interesting story, but Mason Rudolph is gone. I don't think Trubisky is going to get a starting spot, so I, I'm not 100% sure, but his cap hit is pretty high, so I could see him being high. Who do you want? I, I like Heineke, personally. I think Bridgewater is an interesting name. Is always yeah. sitting out there. Um, just a kind of, you know, a consistent average. Is Bring back Josh Dobbs. Yep, Josh yeah. Dobbs. Oh, that's a good I don't think he's actually. an unrestricted free agent, though. I don't know. He didn't come up on that list, so I'm not 100% sure if he's on a reserve future for another year uh, with the Titans, but I thought he was a UFA. So I would, I would take him back. Maybe even as a third string, they're going to need to like, I like, I like Heineke also, but I don't think he's coming, you know, like he's, he's started, he started over in Washington. I don't think he's coming to Pittsburgh to, to back up Kenny. Uh, I think he's going to go to a place where he has a a chance to start, you know, like I'm just throwing it off like, like the jets, you know, like, where he actually has a good chance of starting. I think whoever has to come, like, has to know, like, they're backing up, you know, like a 
a Chad Henney type of guy. I like Joshua Dobbs. You know, he's been in the system. He's a smart guy. You know, like he seems like a good teammate. You know, Case like, Keenum was another name a couple people threw out there who I think mm. I think a lot of people thought that we were going to go for him like to start this like the Mitch Trubisky with this year with Keenum. Uh, I was just gonna uh, maybe Fitz Magic can come out of retirement. I think he got one more in him. He's played on almost every team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. All right, one way to find impactful players is through the draft. Obviously, the Steelers fortunate they have three picks in the top fifty. Uh, shout out the Bears there. Thank you so much for that uh, first pick. Thank you, Adam Rank. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Uh, no shade, Claypool, good guy, but that pick is uh, huge. Ooh. Three picks in the top fifty. What are you? Uh, what are you expecting Omar Khan to look at? Um, they need O line depth. I wouldn't do that in the first two picks. Maybe the 49th pick. You know, they take uh, an offensive line. I would personally go after uh, someone in the trenches on the defensive side. You know, uh, Hayward's a beast. He's always been. He's a legend. But they need someone else along alongside. Most likely, like, I go for, like, a big plugger, you know, like a nose tackle type of guy because Alu Alu, 35, I think he's done. I don't think he's coming back. Uh, Montrevious Adams isn't a starter, in my opinion. And they've just been shuffling uh, – like throughout the last couple of years, you know, ever since uh, Alulu got injured, mm-hmm. um, they haven't had like their solid guy. They've had Carlos Davis and his twin brother, and it hasn't worked out. So I think uh, pick 17 or pick 32 needs to be someone in the trenches and then a uh, cornerback in that, for that second pick. Jordan, what do you think about your namesake, Jordan Addison? I don't. I know about the connection that him and Kenny Pickett, and I, I think that we see uh, what's going on with Jamar Chase and them. But I, I, I just don't think we need another uh, wide receiver. If anything, if he's available, I would say Joey Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying that because his dad played for the team, the dude. And 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 quite frankly, I don't like Penn State. I'm a Pitt guy, but <laughs> I mean, the dude is the dude is an animal. I mean, I watch tape on him. I mean, he's. He's what, you know, it's and Devin Bush is going to be leaving, you know, Highsmith kind of Highsmith is needs to get paid. They need to give him a blank check um, straight up. Um, he just really outperformed everyone this year. And then hopefully TJ Watt can stay healthy and you just build around that. And yeah, I mean, I think that the, the biggest things in the offseason for me, I think is I think we still need some offensive line depth. And uh, like he said, I mean, just some guys on the DN whatever whatever we can get it it's always what's available i mean who would have thought kenny pickett would have you know came to the steelers i i was you know everyone was saying malik willis and here we are kenny pickett i mean this is it still feels like it's a dream because i watched him throughout his college career i think i remember when uh you know when he was still on the board and you texted me and and i was just like is this real like i had to pinch myself but here we are man and i'm all for it (laughs) oh you're a big kenny guy well, yeah, I mean, I covered him. I, you know, I, I was able to, you know, meet him a bunch of times. And, you know, me oh, and Mike, sick. you know, worked for Pitt a bunch uh, over the years. So, you know, we were in the locker room after the games and stuff. And honestly, man, I'll, I'll never forget this. And I'd said this before it, you know, we were golfing like right before his senior year, the, you know, the 
Heisman year. And uh, it was like no, no one would have thought in a million years that he would be the next Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. Nobody and, bothered him or wanted to talk to him. No, really. I mean, everyone – I remember it was me, him, and Jordan Addison in the bar eating hot dogs and uh, – it was just like a normal day at a country club. And then, you know, now it's, you know, the you being, get bombarded a, now, being yeah. a quarterback. Yes. But being a quarterback in the NFL, let alone a Pittsburgh quarterback, it, it's, it's, I, there's no words to describe it. I mean, Pitts, I don't know if you've ever been to Pittsburgh um, to come see a Steeler game, man, we got to get you out here. Because, we'll get you out here. Yeah. Yeah. The furthest I've been is uh, in the DMV area. I've been to Maryland. That's a, uh, that's as far as I've been, but uh, I've watched one Pittsburgh game actually this season. First Pittsburgh game I've ever been to, first NFL game I've ever been to was uh, in Buffalo. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Tough one for you, we got but... pumped. We got pumped. It was yeah. uh, it wasn't it wasn't good. The drive there wasn't good. Yeah, you gotta see it. Victory. Even worse. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I I don't know. I just think the Steelers have a like just so much positions that they need to fill. Like yeah, even like a slot receiver like we have pickens and johnson okay those are our x and our y mm-hmm. but like who's in the slot you know like gunner probably not he ain't you know, gonna steven, be back steven sims is a good special teamer mm-hmm. i bet i mean i wouldn't even say good special teamer like there's a lot of times where he's backpedaling how many balls did like he fumble and like he picked up on the floor like he isn't like a solid third receiver you know like do we find a receiver like later in the draft you know like we've been doing that like over like many years Steelers know how yeah. to draft receivers they don't know how to draft cornerbacks but they know how to draft receivers yeah right like <laughs> already burned sorry god yeah <laughs> rush edge you know like we need a, yeah. that third linebacker like there's a lot of positions that need to fill with with uh seven uh, or eight draft picks as the Steelers are going in this year yeah, and I think there's one ultimately that we hadn't talked about. My number one need is inside linebacker. Uh, we talked about Devin Bush being gone. Unfortunately, as you kind of look at the mock drafts and break down the availability of some of these guys coming out, it doesn't appear there's going to be an inside linebacker worthy of a top 20 pick. But that can change. Uh, and for me, regardless, it's still my top need overall, which is a fair transition into the free agency pool, especially their Steelers' own free agents who are due to be uh, UFAs. I think we can already safely assume, like we did earlier in the show, Devin Bush won't be back. Tyson Alulu won't be back. I don't think Trubisky will be back. You can save a lot of cap space uh, by cutting a bunch of these guys. Alulu, Malik Reed. But who are some guys, Andreas, that you would like to see back in black and gold? Um, I think our number one priority right now is you can't let Cameron Sutton walk out the door. Like he yeah. is one of the best slot corners in the game. He's um, solid. All he was solid all year. I tweeted that like six times this year. I mean, <laughs> he, he's not like the flashy guy, but he's always he's consistent. Yeah. And in the NFL, I feel like that's that's what you need. Especially they did it with Mike Hilton, and maybe they learned their lesson. It can't, yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. At the beginning, they 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 walked him out wide, and you know, just playing as yeah. like a, as a corner, and like that's not his game. And then they uh, transition they put him like as his slot where he prefers and like the defense just was like one of the best defenses like after the bio week you know and Cameron Sutton has like a huge part to play with that especially those last games that pick to end the game against the Raiders like not many players can make that play on the ball 
Some great uh, too in that first game against the Bengals. There's one I, of course, wouldn't forget the Joe Burrow game. Hmm. You would prioritize him over Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in terms of like big playability, uh, Cameron Sutton is like the top priority. I would like Edmonds to come back. Like I'll pull in, like another comparison. Like he's the the Ryan Clark to uh, to Minka. You know they have that uh, they have that connection. He's a like a four year starter. Like he's played like since he was a rookie. He's good. Like he's solid. Like he isn't the greatest and he isn't the worst. Like he's not going to let you down, but he's not going to bail you out of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So I think if we get him back for a decent uh, signing, like he wants to stay, you know. But like I don't think we could we could blow the roof off with a yeah. Terrell Edmonds signing. Yeah, I hear that. And Terrell Edmonds, I've always said, has been scrutinized way too much by fans and media who put him in this first round pick box. You know, if he's a third round pick and he plays at the level mm-hmm. he has, people are like, this guy, what a steal, incredible player. And so mm-hmm. I, I understand with, you know, high expectations comes uh, a little more critique mm-hmm. and more eyeballs on you at the end of the day. But he's been really solid. There's no doubt about it. Jordan, what about our buddy, Robert Spillane? Would you bring him back? Yeah. I mean, I think that he showed, you know, that he could, when he's called upon, he can, you know, come in and do what's asked of him. I don't think that he's going to, you know, be a game changer, but you know, when someone goes down or, you know, when you're in a certain, you know, formation, he can come out there and and give you what you need. And I think that, you know, he's affordable and I I don't see why not. I mean, I, he's definitely, he was all over, you know, the field in a lot of these games this year. And I think that that really stood out. Um, Again, I don't think that, you know, he even said itself when he came on, he's like, I'm just a guy from Western Michigan, but I'm like, man, you know, uh, even our guy Sammy was telling us when he was on the Titans, you know, they always thought he was a solid player. And I think that, you know, you, you want to have depth. It's just like our man Chris Wormley. I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. But uh, he he was the perfect example of that. When someone went down, um, he was the guy to step up and just really showed that he can be that player. And uh, I really hope that the Steelers sign them. I'm not just saying that um, because, you know, we're, he's he's friends with us. It's because that he, he's, he's a solid player. And I really hope that, you know, ACL is – Tearing an ACL is no joke, so uh, I hope that he heals 100%, and wherever he goes, we're going to be rooting for him. But I definitely hope that those two guys are back in black and gold. For sure. All right. It's been a great show so far. Andreas Antoine, check him out on the sickpodcast.com, writing Steelers stuff. Got to get to his fifth bullet point before we depart. And I love this one. I'm sure everybody else was expecting this to be something other than rejoice. But take a deep breath kind of look back and have some perspective on the season and celebrate what ultimately I think all three of us think was a successful season. Right, Andres? Oh, absolutely. Uh, like going into the season, no one would have thought that Steelers would have had a winning record. And I know like you don't hang the banner for winning records, but like having perspective, like when was the last time a team had a starting quarterback and finished with a winning record, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you guys watched like Spy Kids when you guys growing up, like yeah. one movie, like they're like, who's the guy? You know, they just like go on like, oh, I'm the guy. This is the guy. You're not the guy. And I like, I think Kenny Pickett like is the guy. He is him. You know, 
Like, <laughs> I think so, you know, and like half the league either has the guy and the other half is looking for the guy. And like, I think we could count ourselves lucky that our transition was not as long as name the team, you know, the Colts, the Falcons, the the Giants, maybe, you know, it took yeah. four years. Daniel Jones finally five maybe. years after Eli Manning, you know, so like, I guess we're lucky like the Green Bay Packers where that transition was was like seamless. Well, they did say Kenny Pickett was the most pro-ready quarterback in the draft. So I guess, you know, we kind of found that out. And I think Mike uh, tweeted it the other day. It's just like people tend to realize like there's not many successful rookie quarterbacks like that you go to go and win a Super Bowl and and that sort of thing. So people like just like to say, oh, this is first they're talking about his hands and they're talking about, you know, Oh, look at his stats. And I'm like, dude, if you can, no one's saying that the guy's going to be a hall of fame quarterback, but if you have a great defense and he doesn't turn over the ball, which he proved, which he improved each week, um, that's all you look for. And and he's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Like you're going to make mistakes. Tom Brady makes mistakes and throws interceptions. Um, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't throw as much interceptions as Dak Prescott, but I mean, honestly, man, I, I I was blown away by the second half of the season. And he was battling concussions, which really, really did scare me. But, uh, you know, we're just going to keep the optimism going and, and hope that uh, that doesn't happen again and they're not that serious. But uh, the future is bright, man. You, you're going to always have the naysayers and the crybaby Steeler fans mm-hmm. and the bandwagon Steeler fans. But at the end of the day, Mike Tomlin's a top five coach. Oh, the playoffs. that Dude, dude has two – two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl trophy, and uh, a 16-winning uh, seasons. That's that's unheard of. So for people, they can say what they want about them, man. And it's it's the Steelers are the Steelers. They're 9-8, and eight, man. It's a rebuilding year. The, if the Lions, the Lions do that, they're, they're going to hang a banner. They're about to hang a banner. I, I respect that they're going to be good, though. They're, they're coming on quickly. Yeah. All right. No mistakes made here on this show. Always a lot of fun. Andreas, thanks, man. This was sick. Honestly, uh, yeah, my can't pleasure. Wait for your writing, we're going to promote the crap out of it, and we're going to definitely have you on the podcast. Appreciate you, man. Uh, more time. Talk to man. Thank thanks you so a much. Lot. Great, stuff. Great stuff oh, all around. All right. All we'll right. sign off, JY. It's been a good yeah, you show. You see all the diapers. Sorry about all the diapers back there. They're <laughs> slowly dwindling down, but I didn't I didn't open my uh, bathroom door to, to block that. So there I left my go. bathroom door open for the first there show. You go. Oh, so I there, closed so there. mine. You open yours. There, There's that. Yeah. Just sure. like no I diaper. said. No diapers. All right. I'm soon. All right. Well, good this stuff. has been another episode of Steelers Crazy. Like I said, we're going to start having some amazing guests. We just had our new amazing writer. Welcome to the sick team, Andreas. And uh, man, we're, we're just going to be breaking down Steelers all year. Before you know it, it's going to be April and we're going to have mock drafts out the wazoo. So just make sure you subscribe. Steelers Crazy, a sick production. Sammy, we'll see you next Tuesday. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.